We are live. 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 Beautiful voice. I have a beautiful voice. This delay is, is killing me. I keep forgetting about Lightning it. Lightning crashes and we are still there alive. A new Frank is late. <laughs> it's a Tuesday, so of course Frank is late. And it's too late for Frank to apologize. It's too late. <laughs> so Frank's not here. Fuck it. Let's go. Um, should I just start with the theme song? Yes. Okay, I'm just going to do it. No audio. <laughs> All right, here we go. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Hey, hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, live from YouTube. Ah, there's that crowd. That was a 168 for episode 512, 90 Years Without Slumbering. And it's our countdown of the last 25 episodes we have to do for the original show. So that's exciting. Uh, I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Adam Wilcox. And I'm Frank Lynx. I'm fucking late, as always. Ah, my life's chaos. I'm going to have some stupid excuse in about 20 minutes when I chime in. Anyway, that's Frank. Uh, Adam, we have a double bill today for our, our live YouTube audience of 512, 90 Years Without Slumbering, and 513, Ring-A-Ding Girl. I just want to say, today was a miserable experience watching the Twilight Zone. <laughs> it was awful. I hated every I, uh, second of it. I watched them last night. I'm like, okay, well, one thing I've noticed, we're kind of on, on a, a beat. When we don't like the episode, we ramble like fucking crazy people. And uh, so there's going to be some ranting going on. I didn't realize the last episode that we did, all of a sudden we're like, oh, God, we're at two hours. Oh, God. Like, oh, that, that that fucking stream went on for three three some hours. That was a bitch to cut up. For some reason, my editing software when the when the video gets to a certain length, and I I start chopping it, it doesn't want to cooperate with me. So it's like it makes me like I'll break cooperate it up into with segments. You. I bet you will. Oh, that's right. You deep throat that empty bottle all the way to the base. Um, I, I will talk about anything over this episode. So yeah. nine years of slumbering. It's our return to Edwin, who was in the second episode of Twilight Zone, one for the angels. And apparently every episode they have that guy in has to be about how old he is and how close to death he is. Because that's all that episode's about. That's all this episode's about. Don't you love how character actors in the 60s, when they were old guys, like every show they're on, that's, that's pretty much the, the entirety of their character is, I'm an old guy and I'm quirky. <laughs> it's either, I don't want to die, like that episode of twilight zone or um the what's that episode called nothing in the dark or um oh death's nothing to worry about like the hunt there's an episode of the hunt where the guy's not really worried about it and in fact he finds out he's dead and he's like ah, i don't give a shit like, i've come to the conclusion that rod serling is just like completely disgusted by old age like he's just repulsed by it well if that's the case and that is true 
if that is the reality, luckily he never got there. Yeah, which is he which is sad probably by design when yeah. we think about it. But also, you smoke four packs a day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> kind of. It's like loading a bullet very slowly at that point, isn't it? Oh, oh, one more thing I want to mention at the before we really get into the episode. And Frank's not here to give me his stupid theories about some other show that he listens to. <laughs> is CBS All Access and IMDb have updated Twilight Zone 2019 to show that season two debuts June 25th. So in a little over a month here, we have season two to talk about. Oh, I did you watch all of season one? No, I don't watch Then you have no one. right to jerk off an air dick and, and fling its air sperm at me on camera. It is awful. And we have no, to watch no, no, another no, no, fucking no. You, season. You're, you're that way. I was flinging it this way. It's different. I don't know where it's it went. It's invisible. I, I imagine it. the robot. I imagine it like, like a Nickelodeon gag. Like, and sliming down it like Tales from the Crypt. Well, whatever you do, don't say the words I don't know. And then you'll, you'll find out. Oh, God. That's a, that's a terrifying mix up. <laughs> that's a horrible deep cut. Sperm and I don't know. Yeah. Oh, God. It's slime. Oh, it's a it's salty. Not green. It's, it's a warm, oh, no. salty slime. This is gross. Why do you have so much of it? Oh God! It's Mark Summers back there. Ugh. That's what he does between shows. Oh no, it's old manches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so ninety years of slumbering. Uh, my first note for this episode is: Oh, this set again. It's the same set we've seen a thousand times. In fact, it's so common, we see it in the very next episode. Ring-a-ding, girl. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? I thought so. The exact same stairway, which is fine, but revamp the set a little bit between, between shows. It's like I they mean, went... I guess they did, but not really, you know? They, they expanded the living room a bit, but really they're just like, all right, cut. All right, move that wall over. All right, start ring-a-ding, girl. Go. <laughs> like, seconds later. Like, they probably had all of the actors on the set at the same time. They're like, to bring in the stunt cocks! <laughs> it's like we did today, how we're doing two back-to-back Twilight Zones. It's like that's how they recorded them. It's, it's what we call maximum recording efficiency. And they're both very claustrophobic bottle episodes where it's just, you're stuck in this fucking set. And good luck breaking loose. Because, I mean, ring-a-ding, she goes out a couple times, thank God. But in this... We leave the house, what, once to go to a psychiatrist, and that's it. That's it. We go to his sad, depressing old man dying room, and that's it. It's, it's a fucking nightmare. This episode's terrible. I hate this episode. I gave it a four. I, I didn't really even think about a score yet. I'm going to have to wait till the end of this to, to even give it a score. I can do one but of those. All, all I want to say about this whole season, though, is well for one you're absolutely right about season five it's it's an absolute slog to get through but season five feels like like a couple of stoners sitting in a you know tent somewhere fucking you know sandbagging it or, or fucking clam baking it or whatever the fuck they call it and one of them hits a bong and they're like dude you know make a really good twilight zone get this shit hold on a, what's a, that man <laughs> yeah a, a grandfather fucking winding his grandfather clock oh yeah man that's right awesome man and we're like what if the clock is the old man Whoa. what Whoa. what oh man Shh, my mom's home my mom do you hear my, do you hear my mom man. 
No, it's not my mom. It's the neighbor. It's <laughs> awesome, man. I'm like, what if this girl had a ring and it was like talking to her, man? <laughs> Dave's not here, man. But the ring's like, oh, come back home. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, pack, the, pack the Doritos. Yeah, this episode is... You start to realize the 60s are creeping into the show in Ring and Ding Girl. This episode, not so much. It still feels a little old-timey, especially the couple. Uh, but the next episode is very, like, 60s, like, swinging, like, I'm from Hollywood. And why does Rod Serling feel the need to explain the entire synopsis of the show before we watch it? It worked when he was, like, waxing poetic about... To kind of tap dancing around it. Yeah, just but now he's just going, this man's fixing a clock, and it, it matters, so pay attention. Pretty much. Like, like very little prose, mostly exposition saying, this is what's going to happen in this episode. It's like, oh, fuck. Thanks, Rod. Yep. Wow, I'm really blown away by this plot now. That's like three or four in a row where he's done that in this season. Just completely tells you what you're going to watch and leaves nothing to the imagination. Let me try to find his intro here. It should come shortly after this pathetic conversation. Let's set up what happens before Rod comes in here, though. Um, let's find Rod. Oh, here we go. All right, so Edwin is an old man. He's 76, right? And he's fixing his grandfather clock and singing a song to the fucking grandfather clock like it's a, like it's a Disney movie. And I, then I immediately hated it right at the song. I'm like, oh, no. Ugh. We We see some annoying couple. He's sitting in a chair, and she walks up to him, and she looks like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with her. I'm like, is she okay? She looks like, uh, uh, uh. and he's like, dude, we got to deal with that old man up there. What the fuck's wrong with him? We got to, we have to deal with this like head on. And she's like, oh, but, uh, and then we find out she's pregnant later, but I guess that was her pregnancy face, whatever the fuck that was. It might've been nice if they would have told us that. Cause the whole time I'm thinking, is the old man bothering you? Is, is he, is he Mark pissing out. in your dinner? You know, I, I mean, it's like they're acting like he's a Nazi and he's working on his Nazi stuff upstairs. Well, I mean, he was singing to his clock like it was like a, a romantic interest or something. It really was, you know, it was like the old guy from, from fucking uh, Poltergeist 2. God is in his holy temple. What's the overrunner on this guy fucking that clock? Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's giving it the fucking business, dude. He, he's, he's like cleaning tickle, it up. He's so tickling he the dirty. ball as it swings back and forth. Because they literally say, like, you, you're up all night sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, we know what he's doing. He's banging that fucking clock like there's no tomorrow. I'm a grandfather. You're a grandfather. It's so poetic. You get it? You get what they're trying to say? Oh, you're me. Oh, it's, not, it's just masturbation at this point. I can fuck a clock. No big deal. I mean, it'd be funnier if you were singing Time is on My Side, but I don't know if that song was out yet by, by the time that episode was filmed. Let's hear what Rod has to say about it. and It's going to play a couple seconds of the clip here. Um, I promise. And you hear Edwin, and the clock starts going. He shuts it, and then he, like, does a weird point at it in a second. Each man measures his time. Some with hope, some with joy, some with fear. But Sam Forstman measures his allotted time by a grandfather's clock, a unique mechanism whose pendulum swings between life and death, a very special clock that keeps a special kind of time. In the twilight zone. Or whatever, you know. 
But you get it. Ed wins a grandfather. And the clock is a grandfather clock. Whoa, dude. Oh, <laughs> it's fucking awesome, wow. man. That's pretty good, man. Oh, you should write that oh, down. Wow. I don't have any pencils. Let's get some rolling paper this, out. This story is great, man. It's the greatest story I've ever I'm heard. I'm totally going to remember that, though. Oh, fuck. I just don't get the point of the episode. It There's an episode called Perchance to Dream in, like, season one, I want to say. Uh, that's much better than this episode, and that episode wasn't that great to begin with. So it's just it, this episode is you know, nothing. When I was when I was trying to remember the title for this one, I, I did a search, and that one came up, and I'm like, "Oh, we'll see." This one sounds like a better episode, and I'm sure I would have enjoyed that more than this one. But plus, that episode gives Frank a hard on because it has a, a cat lady in it, and apparently he's into that shit. Doesn't really take much, does it? No, it's worse worse than me. Like like I, I have a thing for boobs, but I think Frank takes it a lot deeper than I do. You just admitted something there. I don't know if you want to admit to. Oh yeah. Frank takes it a lot deeper than you do. Oh shit. Yeah. Freudian <laughs> <Hey>. slip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, whatever. He's not here to defend himself, or in this case, take credit. No, that's so true. yeah, he takes it. it a little bit more seriously than I do. I poor choice of words. That's all right. He knows. He also takes it deep in Holiday Inn. Go back and listen to some old episodes to get that reference. <laughs> I don't know if that was this show or the podcast podcast, but it's in there somewhere. It's, 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 it's canon now. Work. Too much work. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you, but it's it's more fun to just reference it. Yeah. She comes up. Oh, okay. So there's a couple. They're boring as shit. Is the husband, and then there's the wife. The wife is Preggers. Um, she seems like she's fairly newly Preggers. Um, it's her grandfather is Edwin, who's fucking the clock. And then she comes up one. She comes upstairs and talks to him in his bedroom, and he's sitting there. He has a clock in his room, and she has a line where he's like trying to fix it, and she goes, "Don't waste your eyesight, Grandpa." That was weird. And I was like, "Do you have like a, a finite amount of eyesight in a life?" And Does if, it have a meter? Yeah, it's, it's like a, a Electro in that shitty Spider-Man sequel where he has like a it's, it's, battery thing in the side of his head. Yeah, it's like one of those fucking <laughs> batteries where he used to push your thumb on it and then it would yeah. show you like how much battery life is left in it. But like if the more you keep your eyes open, the less you can use them later. Or like people think uh, that's how that's how uh, sperm works. Like the more you masturbate, the less sperm you'll have. Like what? She's probably one of those bitches that thinks she can get rid of a toothache by crushing up aspirin and putting it on there, you know, like just. Or she thinks if you go outside without a coat, you get sick immediately. I think everybody did back then. That's why they're always wearing hats and shit. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Science isn't caught up yet, but you can't you waste go your eyesight. Your hat. He's not staring at the sun. That'd be different. If he's just staring at that big yellow sun, bitch, she'd have a valid point at that point, you know. I think even that would be more productive than banging a grandfather clock, though. I'm just thinking. You know, at least you're getting sun, you're getting some sunshine, you're getting yourself some some skin cancer, so at least you have something, you know, intelligent to die of other than just senility of banging a grandfather clock in your uh, granddaughter's house. At least the clock is hung. That clock is hung. Yeah, yeah. It's It's got something going on downstairs. It's got got a mighty big dong on it, yeah. And he watches it. So, I... Hmm. Okay, I, we'll skip around. He mentions at one point that the grandfather clock doesn't work unless you wind it every other day. And I was like, I would rather be dead than wind this son of a bitch every other day. 
It looks like a lot of fucking work. I'd rather just die. Fuck it. Right? There's a character from that movie Hellboy that he has to wind. He's got like some kind of this little fucking clock thing where his heart's supposed to be, and he has to wind it. But I don't think he has to wind it every other day. But that's more interesting than this fucking episode. He you has know, to actually wind his heart. Fucking crank two high voltage is more interesting than this. He has to shock oh. shock it every every few crank, minutes. Like to, crank is amazing. Those yeah. fucking movies are great. <laughs> But you don't think it's high art, but Twilight Zone's regarded yeah. as high art. And it's They're episodes like this where you're like, oh, it's not. It's really not. It's it's a handful of episodes in the middle of, of a, a fairly shitty season. Oh, yeah. I, I, I never thought I'd say season five is worse than season four. I mean, I did last week, but it's really fucking becoming like very apparent that season five is just god-awful. We're looking for things to like. Yeah. We really are. So much we so are. that I found a scene in the next episode, Ring and Ding Girl, and I went, oh, I like that scene. That was it. That's all I got. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got half chub just thinking about one scene. And then I was like, oh, this, uh, at least there's episodes in season four I really enjoyed. They're few and it far between. Miss the Robbie episode. Uh, that, see, that had stuff I liked in it, but the episode sucks. Yeah. But at least we had the old guy with all of his snappy insults. You know, that, that, that old guy was way cooler than this old guy. This old guy is just, hey, I'm old. I'm quirky because I'm old. And, and everything's funny because I'm old. Oh, look at the old guy. It's like, you know, old age is kind of a, a regular thing. It's not some Nubian concept. You know, I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> fuck that. I hate character actors that are just old just to be old. You know, I mean, even even William Hickey was an interesting old guy. He wasn't just like token old guy he was like funny in everything that he was in you know yeah and this is coming from ed Wynn. like the guy is the mad hatter in alice in wonderland the, which is very fitting for you know my comp my you know lord in wonderland the, the guy's the voice he's the voice and he has nothing to do here just nothing at no, least this is this reeks of cameo of the week and, and at least in one for the angels it was at least a sweet episode where you could tell i mean he felt like a pedophile in my mind but in, in reality, he wasn't, but at least it was a sweet episode with a moral and a lesson, and it felt like it, it felt like it was a, wasn't a waste of your time. This episode, I was at the end of it, I was like, "All right, that, let's forget about that." Oh, I have to talk about it for an hour. Oh, god damn it! Let's, Stay let's... awake. <laughs> I love the fact that when I just played Rod's clip, it also because I have the video up, it also played the the whip pan over to Rod, and it, what I did was I, I try to do it sometimes, but I forget. But this time, I went and I went frame by frame. And you get some great stuff in this whip pan, by the way. So if you're on Blu-ray, go ahead and just do a frame by frame. Because you'll see it's on uh, it's on him looking at the clock and he points at it. He looks like he's pointing at Rod. Like, you take it over now. And the camera whips around. And there's two that they splice together, you know. There's two whip pans. Um, his whip pan ends on a light. So you see his studio light. and Or it's the beginning of the next one. I can't tell. And then, if you freeze frame, you'll see just a guy, like one of the production assistants, is standing there. Like you can't really make out his face, but it's clearly a dude just staring at the camera. It is so bizarre that they didn't cut that out or cut the black or something. So you have to fuck with the episode on your Blu-ray to have fun with this episode. Yeah, I had to. I had to. There's no. There's no other way to enjoy this episode. It's not no. a fun episode. It's not clever. By the time it ends, you're not like, what? You're, you're just kind of like, ah. 
That was 22 minutes. Okay, well, what am I going to do now? Oh, I guess I'll watch Ring-A-Ding Girl. Great. <laughs> that's, my, that's my prize for finishing this episode. There's a reason they put original DVD releases were random episodes from all over the seasons. Because when you watch it, this is my first time watching it through the seasons. And I'm realizing all the garbage is at last. So I really think this show went on about a season and a half too long. Yeah, that's 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 a fair assessment, especially since older TV shows had more episodes. It could have stopped after four, and we probably would have been a lot better off. If I had to equate what, what the fuck's is called 90 years without slumber, slumbering, 90 years without slumbering to a soup, it would be unsalted beef broth. That's what the fuck this episode is. It's an unsalted beef broth. It's not good for anything. Maybe you can make something it's else there. out of it. It, it'll if you add things to it, yeah. but you're not going to just sit there and eat it with a spoon like, oh, this is the best unsalted beef broth I've ever had. Wow. No, it's there's nothing to enjoy. And how many episodes have I said that about recently? And I feel like I'm repeating myself, so I'm trying to think yeah. of something else to talk about. <laughs> um, but his wife talks to him again. Is like, you're, you're obsessed with that clock. I mean, quit fucking it. What, what's wrong with you? We thought you should talk to uh, a friend of ours. And he's like, oh, the, psych- the psychiatrist? I don't want to talk to the psychiatrist. You're going to take me to the loony bin. And apparently that's what psychiatrists mean, is loony bin. That was their view on psychiatry back in the day. Yeah. You want some help with your that mental. your next phase to going into the loony bin. Yeah. Or not even next phase. It's the same thing as far as they're concerned back then. You might as well be in the loony bin if you're going to talk to someone about how you're thinking or feeling. Because then he goes... And it's a doctor who seems very impatient with being a psychiatrist already. And he's yeah. kind of like, it feels like he's trying to uh, trick him into saying things. And you're kind of like, well, what's the ultimate goal here? What's, what's the plan? He wanted to be a lumberjack or a lion tamer, and he got stuck with psychiatrist. That was just, you know, what was given to him. He clearly does not care about what he does, nor his patients, yeah. nor why he's there. They talk about his clock, and then they talk about the doctor's clock. I am saying the word clock with an L, by the way. Yeah. So he, he, he just pulls out his... clock porn. Yeah. He, he pulls out his grandfather the clock, and he sucks... Oh, sorry. He, uh, they talk about his clock, the, the psychiatrist's clock, <clears throat> and uh, he's like, wait a minute, we're talking about your clock. He's like, what's wrong with talking about your clock? And he's like, oh, it's, we're here to talk about you, and he's like... I could talk about clocks all day. I'll take a hot, steamy clock in my mouth. That's no big deal. And the doctor's like, dude, dude, what? And he's like, if that clock dies, I die. And he's like, oh, that's crazy talk. <laughs> he says it after the meeting's over. So they're like, let's get out of here. Oh, by the way. It's the... a really long time to reveal that. <laughs> yeah. The, the clock is going to die. He's going to die if he doesn't wind that fucking clock. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a, really burying the lead like oh thank you so much psychiatrist i'm glad you gave me a clean bill of health by the way i am the voice of my own god and i murdered all my children at home <laughs> anyway i'm gonna head out of here it's like doctor's like wait 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 go, go back 15 seconds what probably should have brought it up at the beginning but he's like oh the clock dies i die because i got the clock the day i was born who gives a fucking newborn baby a giant grandfather clock what a weird gift some asshole father. I, doesn't he come from a long line of like clockmakers or some shit like that too? Yeah. I think they kind of alluded to that, which they don't really 
make a big deal out of. And I kind of wish maybe they would have elaborated just a little bit more on that and less on his granddaughter having a kid. You know, I think kind of stretched that out a little too far. Yeah, they they focus on all these areas that don't matter or don't add up. Because he he has a clock, his dad had a clock, his dad lived to 90, he's 76, and he thinks if the clock dies, he dies. And then the, the psychiatrist is like, you should give that clock away, dude. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll think about it. And he goes home, and I thought he was going to ignore it. But immediately, we, they cut to him at home, and two dudes are just bringing the clock downstairs. And banging it around. And he's like, hey, young fellow. The guy's 53. Hey, young fellow, don't fucking bang the clock around. And they bring it downstairs. He sounds like an Adam Sandler character. Yeah. When, I, when I do it. Uh, then they bring the clock down, and it stops for a second. And he's like, oh, ah, and falls on the stairs. Like, it reminded me of <laughs> um, Paul Rubens and Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the movie. Do you remember that? No, I never saw that one. It's a good movie. But when he gets stabbed, he's a vampire, and he gets stabbed in the chest, and he's like, it takes forever to die. And he's like, ooh, ah, ee, oh, and he's like kicking the wall. It's fucking hilarious. But he reminded me of that, where he's like slowly milking it, and he falls down. And it starts back up, and then he's just like, oh, anyway, my clock. What? The, what? Oh, okay. Again, which brings me back to the sense of purpose. Like, okay, if he's 76 years old, he's obviously not working anymore. He's probably not going out and painting the town at night. He's obviously not married because there's no wife to speak of in this episode. So if the clock, as weird as it may be, gives him some sense of purpose, how is he bothering anyone? That's why this episode ceases to, to make sense. It's like everybody's so concerned about how this old fucker weirds out with his clock, as disgusting as it may be to you and I, it still gives him something to do. He's not out molesting children. He's not out well, flashing people in public. I mean, he's that we know of. In, in the privacy of his own room, making love to his grandfather clock. Leave him the fuck alone. Let him do his thing. He's not going to live forever anyway. And that's the other ongoing theme of this episode. What it, why is everybody in a hurry to kill this fucker off? Like, like you know, you need to stop doing things that, that give you meaning and purpose and hurry up and die, you old fuck. Yeah, the husband that, seems that, to be like, honey, can you go upstairs, upstairs and, like, kill his joy? Just all of it? Yeah. Just, Collect just his joy in a big old box and just burn it. I, I, you're right. I don't know why they fucking care. I guess it's because he stays up all night because he has insomnia just like his dad. And it, hanging that fucking clock all night long. Yeah, a, a, a clock can bang all night long, Adam. I don't know if you ever spent the night with a clock, a grandfather clock. But Never they, will either. They can fucking go. Probably because they're inanimate and they can just sit there and take it all. And don't have the, the, the wherewithal to say, all right, dude, chafing, no more. They just keep going. As we speak, there's probably a channel on the hubs for grandfathers and their grandfather clocks. Grandfather clock cock. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, sexy. It's <sighs> happening. It is. But nevertheless, everybody wants him to part ways with this clock because the show has to happen. Yeah. Yes. It's a. It's. <sighs> How many episodes in a row have I just been like, uh, words have failed me? How many Why? can we do, where I just don't know what to say? So let's just let's fuck it. Let's the, keep going. The, this many? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, track. we're on 512, so I'd say nine episodes. Yeah. 
Steel was okay. Yeah. It was an okay episode. It wasn't boring. I didn't really appreciate it that much, but and Praise of Pip was good. End of list, right? Is that it? That's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> That's it. So then, he, uh, what I was thinking is, if he's upstairs, or he has a clock in the house, and he turns it every two days, if he keeps this going, due to his theory, is this guy immortal? If they keep turning this thing, it seems like he'd live forever based on his math, right? I mean... Or he gets so old he can't turn it anymore, and if nobody else does, he dies? It's... I don't know. I mean, I'm not 76, so I'm not really thinking about these kind of things, but I would just seem to think that once I start getting over that 75-mile marker there, that I would probably give less of a shit a little bit more each day, you know, just based on my interactions with elderly people that I've known over the years. You know, I I don't see anybody being protective of their grandfather clock. I mean, they obviously do things to try to extend life i mean everybody wants more of it i don't except the dumb kids that live in his house that are related to him don't want him to have more of it or think he's crazy because he's obsessed with his clock and i'm like if that clock makes him think he's gonna live forever leave him the fuck alone as long as he's not bothering you whatever he does in the privacy of his own room with that hideous fucking clock should be his own business yeah the dad seems to actively hate this guy for some reason something happened between these two or he's just like, I can't deal with that voice anymore. Let the fucking clock die. I think it's penis envy. I think he's jealous of that mammoth clock, you know. And, uh, That's why he's he, swinging he around his room, just loosey-goosey. You know? yeah. yeah. Straight up jealousy. Or the husband's easily uh, hypnotized, and every time he's like, Hey, can, hey Grandpa, can you... Uh, fu-? Oh, shit. I'll do whatever you say next. And he just like stares at the... I don't know. I don't know what the fuck his problem is. Why they seem like the the most the most divorcing couple I've ever seen in my life. Like you could tell this couple's getting divorced. Yeah. They have they they don't share any sort of commonality. They don't share any sort of sweet tender moment. It's just him telling her what to do, and then getting mad if she doesn't do it, and then him getting mad at her. He's not a horrible dick like the one in Living Doll. That's another episode this season that's not <laughs> terrible. I and, like that one. Yeah. yeah. So we got three. But it seems like he's he's in control here. He doesn't seem the, like the pants wearer, but he also seems like he has no other personality other than telling her what to do about his her grandpa. It's it's seriously a coin toss as to which one's going to cheat on the other one with the milkman. Like you know, either one of them. Yeah, it's I, this couple's not going to last. That's all I'm going to say. Him or not, him the grandpa dead or not, they're not going to last. This kid's fucked. This kid is not going to make it. And everyone in this family is obsessed with this clock. And apparently it extends beyond the family because the clock is downstairs at this point because the movie guys, the young kids, moved it downstairs. And then he comes downstairs with it when her her friend, the, 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 the great actress, is over. She, she's fucking terrible. And she's like, I love antiques. These are great. And he comes downstairs and he's like, oh, I've been looking for someone to take my clock. You want to take my clock deep inside y- your home? And she's like, I've been looking for you a clock. don't you, you filthy whore? I, I would love to have this clock, mister. I'm an actress. 
I was like, who, who is she fucking blowing to be on this show? Because she is terrible. She's she's blowing that guy from Manos' hands of fate. The one with the fucking yeah. Torgo. He's blowing yeah. Torgo. Or she's blowing the clock. I don't know what the fuck yeah. she's doing, but... She's, she's definitely taking the clock. It must have been Edwin's actual granddaughter. That's the only thing I could think of that would make sense. That's all I got. Because she was terrible. And then she's like, I'll take it next door. My husband will never thinks I'm a thrifty shopper. And he agrees, you can take it as long as I can come over every two days and fix it. And I, I'm like, I don't want an old dude in my house every other day just popping in to fix my clock. That's fucking weird. And, you know, I don't want to do like I usually do with these where I'm like, you know, it would have been better if we'd have went this way. Because this, like I said, it just feels like stoners hit the bong, wrote this shit down on a fucking cocktail napkin, put it next to the bed. Sobered up the next day, looked at that and says, Holy shit, I need to lay off this shit. That's fucking dumb. Threw it in the garbage and forgot about it. That's what should have happened. Yeah. But alas, that's not what happened. These are probably, this whole season's probably ideas that wound up in Rod Serling's circular file because he just didn't give a fuck anymore, like you said. This was to give, to, fa- to paint a fair picture of how this episode worked out is George Clayton Johnson wrote the original episode. Some guys went over and redid the episode, rewrote it. And George Clinton Johnson, understandably, was so fucking irate what he saw that he vowed, vowed off from the Twilight Zone for the rest of his life and never wrote another Twilight Zone episode again. Off this episode? Because of what they did for this episode. He's Holy like, he's like no more. Okay, bye. <laughs> and uh, he's a good writer. Uh, but So he, he's just like, I'm fucking out with you guys. And I'm like, I kind of get it now. Because I read that before I watched the episode, and I was like, Okay, I understand. I'm glad you told me that because I, I didn't think this would have been the one. You know, I would have thought maybe the the fucking uh, uh, one about the Custer's military, the the seventh is full of phantoms, would have been the one. But maybe that's the one that started. Maybe that was the catalyst, and this was the last straw. Well, the seventh is made of phantoms was Rod Serling. He wrote that one. This is George Clinton Johnson. So. He says he wrote it. <laughs> it's like I said, maybe jotted it down on a napkin and handed it to somebody. It, it feels like every episode this season so far, every all but three that we mentioned, are like, here's an idea. I wrote it down, send it out to LA. You guys do the second draft, third draft, fourth draft, whatever you gotta do. You work on it. Rod, this is Rod speaking. Go ahead and work on it. I'm gonna go ahead and teach my class, and you guys have fun with that. Make it good. Anyway, I'm, I'm teaching my class, and they're over in L.A. going, first draft, okay, good enough, shoot it. And they didn't work on the, the scripts at all. Like, it's just whatever he wrote was fine. Because making, other than the fact that it's a grandfather and a grandfather clock, it, it's stupid that it's a clock. Other than the fact that it has the word grandfather in it, both of these names, what the fuck, why is it still a clock? You know what it's like, Phoenix? It's like... Uh... Like Luke, Luke, Disney's Lucasfilm can't crack the code to George Lucas. You know, like they can't figure out where those stories came from, which is why you have these questionable movies and TV shows. They can't understand. They don't understand how it works. They have they have the tools, but they don't understand where the ideas come from. So what they regurgitate back out is their interpretation of what they think they've been seeing. And that's where we're at with this. It's like the copy of the copy of the copy syndrome, you know? It makes sense because this season would be the prequels if we're talking about Star yeah. Wars, where it's like uh, the creator doing a poor imitation because he doesn't understand the originals. 
Right. That'd because, be this season. When one becomes a parody of themselves because they, they've forgotten where their inspiration came from. And yeah. forgot the entire meaning of the original project. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it's midichlorians. And everyone's like, why? He's like, because I thought of it. He's like, that ruins everything special about being a Jedi. <laughs> He's like, uh, but I thought of it. What is it? Oh. What is it entertaining about a grandfather and a grandfather clock? I mean, I thought that was pretty fucking clever. Fuck your problem, huh? Right? <laughs> I want to see Rod Sterling talk like that. I can't picture it. <laughs> Hitting the bong, you know, it's like, it's the grandfather, the grandfather clock, bro. No, 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 no. Don't hang up, CBS. Uh, hold on. I told you he's a grandfather, right? Well, the clock, it's the also a grandfather. He's <laughs> got the grandfather clock, bro. These college students have been hanging out with her fucking while, man. Anyway, I'll hit you back up next Tuesday. Go ahead and rewrite that anyway. Uh, the grandfather clock, it just kind of goes bong, bong. <laughs> get it? Pipe, bong, reefer. I'll call you next Tuesday, all right? Sterling out. <laughs> and all you heard the whole time is, eh, eh, eh. if you'd like to make a call, please. <laughs> He's so stoned. <laughs> wait, wait, I got to write this down. Hold on. <laughs> a man makes a phone call <laughs> and he talks to the to the recording saying there's no one there. You wait. That's going to be like an episode towards the end of this season. We're going to be reviewing it like, remember when we were joking about that? No, he wrote that shit down. No, I know what the next couple episodes are. Okay, good. I, I, I kind of don't remember. Ring and Ding Girl we have next. Uh, I purposely don't look ahead any farther past what you tell me to look at. I don't look what they're about, but if I recognize the name, I know. The next one's okay, You yeah. Drive, which is about a, a car that haunts a man after he hits someone with his car. And then it's The Long Morrow, which is an actually good episode. So, in a couple weeks, in a few weeks, we got a good episode coming up. Okay, I believe you. And then, I really hope Frank's on time for Black Leather Jackets down the road, 518. Because he keeps telling me it's great, and I'm like, that episode sucks. 522 is an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge, which is not even a Twilight Zone episode. It's just a short film from France that they bought and threw on the air. Which is really good, actually. And if you guys want to contact Frank, you can call him at one nine hundred. I suck grandfather clocks. He will answer, and he will go bong 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 dong all in my mouth. He'll answer. It's gonna be real weird though. But and your phone's gonna be like, that's too many numbers. Keep trying. That's my advice. Keep, Keep trying. trying. One of them will go through. Yeah. <sighs> Did you find the music in this episode to be the most infuriating thing you've ever heard in your life? Uh, overly cartoonish. It is like, like, obnoxious. It was like I was watching uh, Uncle Remus in uh, the Song of the South. That's what it felt like. <laughs> Song of the South, which if you have Disney+, Plus, good luck finding that. They hid that deep in the vault. I was it's talking there. to my girlfriend about that, and I'm like... It's, it's heavily edited. I think they got it edited down to about two minutes. But it's <laughs> out of an hour 45? Just so that they can say it's there. Yeah, that's that's a very uh, not aged well. Um, <laughs> they showed the crows and they're like, what? And they cut. <laughs> that's all they show for the crows. Yeah, uh, oh, get rid of them. They sound so awful nowadays, even back when they was the made. Same crows from the Dumbo. Did they cut those out? Because I know it they is. cut those fuckers out. It's yeah, the they're same crows, right? They're fucking yeah. like slave era black. It, it, they're it's, fucking it's, terrible. It's the Jim Crow crows of the yeah. Jim Crow era. They might as well call it. It is so so racist that even Disney, which is real racist, 
went, no, no, we can't do that. So it's that racist. It is fucking insane. It, it's. I remember seeing that show when I was a kid and just finding it so terribly not funny. Like I just did not. I didn't get the joke. You know, I, I grew up in Chicago, man. So I didn't. I didn't get the fucking jokes. I was like, this is really old and not funny and not it's, interesting. Well, it's, it's along the lines of hee haw. You're watching, you're like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't get yeah, what's going know, on. If you're, unless you're really into, you know, uh, Conway Twitty, you're not going to get into it, you know? I so. watched it. I remember watching Hee Haw, and I'm like, oh, it's comedy. Oh. <laughs> these are these are the jokes, because I hear the people laughing yeah. in the background. I thought it was, like, a, uh, an experiment to see how much you can embarrass an actor. That's what it felt like to me. Like, how much, let's have him do this little skit. Oh, my God, he's doing it. He's doing it. Oh, my God. It's like a... A hidden camera show, but the camera's not hidden from the actor. But it's like, and he's like, "Oh, da da da, we're down there." And I'm like, "What is the fucking joke here?" Everybody has black tooth, yeah, because because black a tooth is giant black reed yeah. sticking out and suspenders galore, <laughs> hay seed and shit, yeah. And was it was a fatty? Oh, what was his name? What's the guy from that show? The big fat dude. I don't remember. Uncle <sighs> Remus. Jim Crow. No. Sounds like it, but... Remus Crow. No, but I found the music to be, like, really droning. It was like... It was overpowering and just a little bit too comical. Like, it was almost like replacing the fact that there's no story here. It's like, well, here's here's the overly dramatic cartoon music in the background. It's like... There's a point where he comes downstairs to talk to the daughter... And it was like, and I'm like, I can't fucking hear the actress. The music is way too loud. It cuts out it too late. It fades out too late into the conversation. The scene. It doesn't fit the scene. It, it, it'd almost be like, like you know, a, a, a middle-aged woman that's pregnant going to the refrigerator at night and like shaft music is playing in the background, <laughs> like a shaft theme. Hey, who's private dicks, a sex machine? Oh, and she's like fucking eating cake. You know, it's like, who's getting some dryers out of the out of the freezer? Yeah, Shaft. Shaft's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Shaft's not going to be a good father. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> That's Shaft's baby. She better get rid of that Complicated shit. Complicated man. Nobody understands him but his woman. And this, her doctor with some, uh, you know, little secrets there. She's he's going to put a little vacuum up there and then get rid of her. Yeah. Shaft doesn't. Shaft is a big fan of abortion. He's pro-choice. <laughs> so that is the end of the episode. No, uh, it's a fucking you episode. Wish. <laughs> I fucking wish. wish. Uh, um, go ahead. He ha- so the neighbor has the clock. She has this big clock in her in her hands, and then she's like, the the, the do- his daughter, his granddaughter is like, she's on vacation. She's gone all weekend. He's like, but I'm gonna die if it's uh, turned on. I gotta, I gotta wind my clock in her. I gotta play with my clock in her hallway, and then I was like, "This motherfucker better break into the house." I pictured him like diving through the front window, like ah! and just shattering it. Mod squad, yeah, just yeah. through the fucking sugar glass, yeah, and something like that. But instead, he like Pink Panther theme song. He's just doing the thing next I'm door. I'm like, surprised they didn't do that. Like, play the little Peter Gunn theme while he's walking to the window. Yeah, something. They, they play, it's silence. Actor walking across down the sidewalk. Walks up to the front door. The most boring thing you can witness. Hey, you stop right there. Well, I'm trying to get in the house to play with my clock in the hallway. 
You don't play with your clock in strangers' houses. I don't like that around here. I want to play with my clock in front of all of you. What's the big deal? You don't do that. I'm Officer Actor Man, Actor Tron. The guy was so wooden. You don't go there, you. I am a cop. Yeah. Lucky you're not a minority in this neighborhood. Good God. This cop would fuck him right up. But he just oh, yeah. grabs the elderly should, man by the that's arm. That's what he was really there for. He was sitting there waiting for minorities. To... He's out there for a slightly darker than Irish tan check. He he's, he has like Jim a, a he has a heel wheel. Like he's gonna paint a house, and he's like, he match. Oh God, get him! But he's just really in the shadows. <laughs> he he was then... just sitting there waiting for the Jim Crows to show up. So he <laughs> yeah. Can rest them all. Oh, I never mass like. Put him in the back of the car and take him to jail. They're not going to arrest him. What are you, fucking crazy? In this neighborhood? They're going to disappear. It's going to be like a hot fuzz. <laughs> They're going to disappear somewhere. <laughs> but he goes, the cop gets him, drags the old man away. And the old man's like, I got to get in there and play with my clock in front of their kids. And he's like, dude, no, you can't do that. We got to go. I got to take you away. Drags him home. And I'm like, if I'm Edwin, I go, okay, officer, sorry. Oh, the officer's gone. All right, back over there. <laughs> like, try again. If if you really think this fucking thing's gonna kill you if it stops, go back again. That's it. End of end of debate. What what is the fucking mystery here? But no, he just goes back home and goes upstairs. Well, did he? Goes to didn't sleep. he actually take the toolbox or some kind of a box or something and try to shove it through the glass? Because I remember there was broken glass. Yeah, he shoved. The, he broke the fucking window in, but just the top part. And then he he uh, was trying to he get didn't in there. think it through. Yeah. No, he didn't. He's terrible at this. He had seventy six years on on this planet to really debate how to manage this clock. Turns out the best plan would have been manage your money, and therefore, when you're old and decrepit, you don't have to worry about living with your granddaughter who's who's got a real clock hitting husband, and therefore kicks the clock out of the house. Literally, this episode's about a clock being evicted from a home. And fuck that. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the, the over and under for a clockmaker was back in the, the 50s or 60s. I can't imagine it was very high. It was, it was very profitable. I think it would be high and profitable in, like, 1930. You make a lot of fucking maybe, money. Maybe in like, Switzerland. And, and those yeah. little little uh, pocket watches and shit like that when it was actually intricate, but now it's just That's digital. the other thing, dude. He actually has a fucking pocket watch. Yeah. But he's still staring at that fucking grandfather. And I thought it was going to turn okay, over well, to you... that. But it didn't. It didn't matter at all. It never came into play. No. It's on IMDb. One of the first pictures is that is that little pocket watch, and I'm like, okay, it's gonna switch over. It has no purpose in this episode. He doesn't come into play. Nothing comes he into looks, play. He looks at the pocket watch so that he can see if the grandfather clock has the right time or not. Which, again, one would argue that gives him some sense of a purpose. Clock don't work right. He is gonna be there to make sure that fucker is on time. Unlike somebody else that we know tonight. Yeah. He 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 fails at his breaking attempt. Cop takes him home, goes upstairs, goes to bed. This is where it gets real fucking trippy and, and metaphysical. Because he goes to bed in the middle of the night. We're guessing we assume that the clock turned off because a spirit his spirit version gets up and goes around to the foot of the bed and then just talks to himself. And he's like, Hey you, wake the fuck up. I'm gonna play with your clock while you're sleeping. Like a joystick. And he wakes himself up and he's like, who are you? I never met you. Because that's the first thing. It, it, the exact same thing exact same thing happens in One for the Angels, his first episode. 
where he's in his apartment after Mr. Death shows up. Mr. Death just randomly appears in his apartment building, in his apartment, and he's just like, hello, Mr. Blah, 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 whatever his name is. And he's like, hey, you want to buy a toy? And I'm like, how about is, you is freak the out? There's a guy John here. Played by, he's played by the jo- the mayor from Jaws, that fucking guy. Is that the one you're talking about? I know him as the guy from uh, Seconds, a John Frankenheimer movie. But if you want to go there, you're right ahead. Yeah, to, to me, he's Mayor Larry Vaughn. But okay, gotcha. I don't know anything about Jaws. So <laughs> all I know is Seconds. That's all you need to know. That's all you need. But uh, anyway. So he, he wakes himself up and he's like, oh, you're, I'm your spirit. And he's like, I, uh, okay, well, let's, I don't want to die. So I don't believe in this hibbity-jibbity. And fuck off you, basically. And then it, it almost reminds me of one of those like instructional videos from the 50s. Yeah. It's like, I'm your spirit. I'm going to show you how to paint a fucking, uh, you know, how to paint a lawnmower or something. I don't know. Just waiting for some like ridiculous <laughs> instructional thing to start happening. I'm going to teach he, you manners. He, he's coily. Yeah, where he's uh, oh. Benjamin Franklin gonna save you, tell you how to save a dime. Oh gosh, really? It's Measuring Man. Yeah, you know. Oh, oh. Or whatever Coily says, I forget. <laughs> yeah, it did seem like that, but instead it's it, like it felt or the the dialogue was starting to border on cartoonish. Like those two guys talking to each other, I was like, is this gonna get funny now? Am I gonna laugh? No, no, you're not, Adam. And shame on you for thinking that. I really feel bad that you felt that way because it's sure shit not going to come true. Because oh. instead what happens is, oh, Adam, do you remember that premise they've been setting up for 20 minutes about the clock dying and therefore he dies? Remember that? Oh, he just goes, oh, I don't believe in that anymore. <laughs> so then it, it's not true anymore because he lives. 20 minutes is set up for, ah, I don't need that shit no more, whatever. All because he failed. So immediately he goes, oh, the clock stopped. I don't believe in that shit. Okay, bye. And the spirit goes, all right, bye. I'll fuck a, I'll fuck a ghost, ghost clock somewhere. So it, either A, his spirit went back in his body, which we didn't see, or B, his spirit fucked off. And this is a spiritless man, a fucking empty vessel of a human sitting here. And now that his spirit has left him, he's like, I want to be with my grandchild and raise him and, t- and graduate with him. And I'm like, so is... Is the spirit go- gone or what? What's I have going a on? Theory. The spirit left his body, went next door to bang the <laughs> clock for fucking eternity. They Just met outside. Bang that fucking clock away. Yeah. The ghost of the clock could go outside now. So they're like, yes. mm, it, grandfather he porn. A, he can have something even more kinky. He can have an outer body experience, Phoenix. He can go out, go to the neighbor's house, and bang the shit out of that clock all night long without his, his annoying granddaughter and asshole husband telling him that he can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's, it's fucking stupid because he just gives up on the entire premise of the episode by going, I don't believe in that anyway. Okay. I'm pretty sure that that son-in-law or or grandson-in-law or whatever the fuck you want to call him is probably going to find something different to hate about that old guy the next day. Like, why do you eat bran flakes or, you know, not put sugar on your cornflakes, you old fuck. You know, I mean, it. he's going to kill him in his sleep. Gonna yeah, he's going to do something. This guy's a younger version of the guy from Devil Doll, or Living Doll, whatever it's called. Yep. They're probably related. They, they, I think it's the same guy, just 20 years earlier. Yeah. It's... 
I picture, oh, oh, he argues with his spirit. And he's just like, I don't believe in this anymore, this hippity-jibbity. I'm going to go ahead and live forever, and I'm just going to stay here. And I picture the, 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 the younger the husband being like, shut the fuck up, Grandpa. Just die already, you son of a bitch. Because he's screaming at himself. Instead, the wife comes in. She's like, Grandpa, are you all right? I thought you were having a massive coronary in here. He's like, no, let's go downstairs. I'll get you some milk or what, hot, hot chocolate. Come with me. Careful on the stairs. Because of reasons of TV show needing to happen, she comes in at the end of that conversation, but I would think that she would come in the the middle of that conversation into that room because clearly the old guy is talking loud because he was acting in the days where they didn't have microphones and they were probably on live audiences in front of people where they had to talk really loud because the microphones were not so good back then. No, he was a he was a radio star actually, Edwin. Oh, okay, that explains yeah. it. So yeah, they their their voice was everything. So everything had to be dictated really loud so that everybody could hear my over exaggerated vocals. Speaketh to the back of throw. Yeah, that sort of thing, but The shadow always knows. <laughs> she should have showed up when he was arguing. But instead she waits it's a weird jump cut in time where he's yelling and he fucks off. The spirit one goes, bye-bye. And, and then he's like, lays down like, ah, and goes to sleep. And then she walks in like an hour, 12 minutes, six seconds. Who knows how long later. Enough time for his arms to be down by his side. Comes in. The only like, good line he had during that argument when he was saying, uh, no, don't give me that spirit of 76 nonsense. And all it did was remind me of that Ween song, Spirit of 76, which made me go, oh, yeah, I remember that song. That was really about as far as I went with that, though. It's like the whole thing was leading up to, don't give me that spirit of 76 nonsense. I guess that was supposed to be funny. but I guess. Yeah, me. I guess the episode was supposed to be funny. Here's, here's, not, here's, not what, funny. here's what we're left with. It's not a comedy. It's nope. not a drama. Nope. It's not a morality tale. Nope. It's kind of about not wasting your life on focusing on death is yeah, the guess. only thing I would give it. But it has no payoff. It has no redeeming qualities. It has no fun characters. It has nothing saving it at the end. So in the end, you're just kind of like, oh, that was a waste of time. <laughs> that's a good point uh for those listening uh we're on youtube and manliest motivation says like the writers for this episode yes like the writers for this episode absolutely i don't know what that's referring to i think he's i think he was talking about somebody else that we were, we were when we were complaining he was talking about the writers of this episode obviously manly and this motivation didn't like this episode either because he shouldn't it sucks it sucks yeah. it's a shitty episode it went in the, in the tier three bucket for me. Uh, yeah, I think score. I think I'd go with three. I guess I don't know. Wow, I, you I went think I'm, real yeah, low with maybe, it. Maybe maybe I shouldn't go three. Uh, yeah, I'll give him three. It's not the old guy's fault that this episode sucks. Although there is some really bad acting in this episode, it's. And, and Rod Serling, fuck you. Why do you have to keep telling us what the episode is about before we watch it? Why don't you let the audience figure it out since you have literally nothing else to give us? Why don't you let the episode unfold for itself and let the audience figure it out? Because clearly there's nothing else for the audience left to do after you set it up. 
Yeah. Except sit there and fall asleep or be pissed off or walk away with blue balls because it sucks so much. Let's hear Rod's outro. God creates time. Oh, too too no far. Man can, can Clocks are made. By Seriously? How do you know that? Here we go. Don't ask me how I know, <laughs> but I know. <laughs> and a strange thing happened, Monty. Shut the when fuck I up. Died. I was born again. Here we go. Clocks are made by men. God creates time. No man can prolong his allotted hours. He can only live them to the fullest in this world or in the twilight zone. So the the first time you saw this, did you think that the old guy was going to fall down the stairs? Because that would have been funny, like unintentionally like funny. Well, well, just like a a living doll. Yeah. Just like that. He stops on the stairs like two or three times. I'm like, he's going to fall. He's going to (laughs) fall. Oh, he didn't fall. Your mistake was expecting something to happen in this episode. That's that's the thing. It's a series of expectations with no payoffs. The whole fucking thing from start to finish. Shame on you. At this I point in the season, die, and he didn't. <laughs> well, Edwin died three years later. Okay. I don't. I don't hold anything ill against Edwin. The guy's great. No, but his character was shit in this. In this, it's not his fault. But no, I mean, it's the guy has nothing to fucking do in this episode. He he talked to a clock. He no. sang a fucking song to a clock, and he polished a clock, and he wound a clock, and then he took a clock next door and tried to break into a house for a clock. The man is clock obsessed. He's got a clock addiction. The guy's going to go into clock hall. He's addicted to the clock hall. He's going to go into clock hall. synonymous, and the guy's got fucking problems. Something's got to be done. It reminds me of those old TV shows where they would have like an actor or an actress on there, and then the whole episode is just about, wow, this person's in our house, or wow, this person's yeah, in our Brady episode. Bunch. That's, yeah, all in the family, pick one. Every fucking one. Yeah. Scooby Doo, you know. Hey, the, the Harlem Globetrotters are here. Whoa. American Dad just had a recent episode where uh, The Weeknd shows up, but they're making fun of those episodes. And that's fun. This episode, not so much. Although, we will compare it to our next episode, Ring-A-Ding Girl, episode 513. Adam, I, I think we're done here, right? Anything else yeah, you want to yeah. say? Let's, let's, let's take it home. Man. Any other learn? Did you learn anything from this episode? I sure shit didn't. Don't, don't um, be obsessed with clocks, I guess is the point, is the morality it, tale I here. I want to say this because I've said this before. Yeah, first of all, grandfather clocks suck, and... No matter how clever you think you are, grandfathers, winding grandfather clocks thinking they're going to die is only cool when you're, like, fucking high as fuck, all right? It doesn't make an interesting episode for anybody that's not high as fuck to watch. So, fuck off. That's my message. Okay. My, I don't know if I've ever seen a grandfather clock in person. I'm sure I did, but I don't remember seeing one. Ironically, Phoenix, my grandfather had a grandfather clock in his house. Dude! That's fucking awesome! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Your your what had a what clock? My grandfather had a grandfather clock. He he totally had one, dude. Totally. My cousin had a cousin clock. (laughs) Wait, that doesn't work. You're funnier. (laughs) Shit. Yeah, bro. I'm a legend. The world's <laughs> going to see what I do. 
I want to I want to read George Clayton Johnson's original draft of this script and see what it was. Hold on, do you want to see? Do you want to fill a few seconds? Do your plugs. I'm going to go grab the book. Absolutely. So you guys can find me at RaidersOfLostFlicks.com. It's www.RaidersOfLostFlicks.com. I review bad movies, pop culture, and news. On Twitter, you can find me at uh, Raiders underscore O-T-L-F. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> it's going to take me a second. This week, this week, well, this episode, obviously we're doing, but then this weekend we're doing Troll 2. So you want to show up for that on my YouTube channel, Raiders Lost Flicks. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Friday, we re- we watch a movie together on YouTube, and then we let you vote for a score, and then we also give it a score. Troll 2 is one that's been requested for quite some time, so we're looking forward to it. Very excited. And uh, since I haven't found it yet, I guess I'll go. Uh, LAWstudios.com. Check out the shows. Check out the podcast. Loitering Wonderland Studios on YouTube. Uh, Patreon.com slash Loitering Wonderland Studios. And uh, Nickel and Cocaine, Adam was just on, graciously, playing the Ice Cream Man. Why can't I find this fucking episode? Good Maybe God. Maybe it's been omitted. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. I, I have a feeling that whatever you find, like, Hollywood could make an entire movie out of that based on what we saw in this episode. Not much. I'm really struggling to find the page. I'm almost there. It's not in order. For some reason, uh, Mark Scott Zickery didn't do the episodes in airing order, like, like how we do the show. Did he th- do it in order of when he wrote them? I think he did it in order of the how they air. No, how they were recorded. Oh, which is yeah, fine. Which but yeah, why? The fuck do you care how they recorded them? Unless it's remember when that show Firefly came out and they showed them all out of order so that nothing made any sense. Then when they released it on DVD and Blu-ray, they put them all in order. <laughs> No. Okay. I just got my one of my friends bought me Firefly the entire series, which is only one yeah. season, but it's pretty it's pretty good. Dude, I have been front and back this season. Okay. Seventh Amanda Phantoms we did last week. Old Man in the Cave we did a while ago. Self Improvement is a couple episodes from now. Short drink was last week. The masks is way down the line, spur of the moment, steel, night call, a redo episode, nightmare twenty thousand feet. Oh, I forgot about that one. That was a good episode. Right? Yeah, that was a good episode. Night of a Jockey, Living Doll, Sounds and Silences. What's this one? Uh, Ring and Ding Girl, it's next. Um, you Drive, Block of the Jackets, Brew Witch and Pool, which is the last episode. Nightmare Number- 20,000 was uh, was the season five episode? You've only done season five with us. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a season Long five. Long, I thought that was an earlier one. Night, Probe 7, Jeopardy Room, Mr. Garrity. I'm going insane right now, by the way. Caesar and me. Where the fuck is this? From Agnes, What's in the Box, The Encounter. What's in the box? Come Wander, uh, An Occurrence, um, After Twilight Zone. Okay, it's not in the book. I've officially given up. I don't want to keep looking. If it's in there, good fuck fucking it. God. He hit it like like your memory box or your secret box in Inception. We're not meant to be in that fucking chapter. We're not meant to read about the episode. Fuck it, I'm done. Be a whole Geraldo Rivera episode about finding it. Yeah, and it's gonna be like Al Capone's vault where you're gonna find out there's fucking nothing in there. That was a real exciting TV to watch back in the day. Thanks. And now you're a fucking political right winger and you're insane. It, you know, the what? man's insane. It, 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 it paved the way for all the reality bullshit shows that we watch. You ever seen any of those Ghost Hunter episodes? They're just as bad, if not worse. 
Did you see that? Holy shit, it was right Oh, it's right cold. Whoa. Hold on, the audience can't tell temperature if you say it's cold. Oh, it's cold! Fuck you. Fuck you, Zach. Zach Baggins, <laughs> right. you douche. You Baggins of douche. I can't do that shit, man. Zach Baggins of dicks. That's, that's like his English name. <laughs> He's from dicks. The only one of those I ever uh. watched is he went to the Rialto. And the only reason I watched that one is because I'd been to the Rialto in Chicago many, many times because it's right down the street from where I lived. I've been to the Rialto. It was such bullshit. I was like, fuck this. Even even though I've been to the landmark that is supposedly haunted, I, I couldn't buy into any of it, man. If you I believe did. in ghosts and you're an adult, you should become a ghost. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> and then go bang a grandfather clock. Kill yourself. Honestly. Fuck it. If you believe in ghosts and you're an adult, you have some fucking problems. It's like people believe in zodiac signs. Go fucking. What the fuck is wrong with you? Here's a here's a fun little thing to do. Last thing I'm gonna say, then we'll get out of here. Sorry, I know we're almost at an hour, so we're not we're not over the time or anything. But let me just say this: if you meet someone who's super in the signs, go along with whatever they say. So if you go. If they're like, what sign are you? And you say, you, you just go, what I like to do is two things. Either one is say a sign that's not your sign. And they go, oh, that explains it. No matter what you say, they're going to say that explains it. Or B, I go, guess. And they go, Sagittarius. You <laughs> must, you must be yeah. this, this, this. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm not a Sagittarius. And they're like, <laughs> so fuck you. Because it doesn't fucking matter. I did a whole episode of Americant about how stupid fucking horoscopes are. Because over time, the Earth has a tilt in its axis, so it's throwing the whole fucking thing off. So it doesn't matter. I, I'm, a, I'm a Gemini, and I should be something else, because the Earth has a tilt, and it throws the whole, their whole fucking thing off, because their, their calendar doesn't account for that. So if you, if you do look at the math of the whole thing, it's complete bullshit. It makes no sense. I hate it. Yeah, don't we have enough dumb things to separate us as a species? We don't need to throw fucking horoscopes in there as well. I'm with you on that one. <sighs> I get real. I get like red hot mad if you can't tell about horoscopes. I fucking <laughs> okay, can't good. stand it. Just, it's fucking. I'll just let that go. It drives me insane. <laughs> it, but, it, the only time that that's fun is when you're in a Chinese restaurant waiting to get your food, and there's a fucking piece of paper in front of you that has the Chinese calendar on there, and you read those, and you go, <laughs> kind of like when you read a fortune cookie. Other yeah. than that, that's as far as it goes with me. A fortune cookie that was invented in San Francisco, not in the ancient Chinese, <laughs> not in like ancient China. It's it's San Francisco made, and it's it's brand new. It's like a Ouija board. It's fucking Parker Brothers or whatever. And you open it up, it says, fuck you, find a better fortune. Or, or it just says, like, you will get diarrhea from this meal, and you're like, oh, it's true. Yeah, but obviously it's chicken, true. And the chicken chow mein. <laughs> yeah, there's feathers in your meal. Oh. It's obviously, if you believe in fortunes or prediction of the future, don't listen to my show. Don't. It's almost as bad as like watching an episode of season five and expecting anything. Yeah. Except disappointment. I I need to lower my expectations, man. That's my my biggest problem I'm having with this is I keep expecting things to happen and then they don't happen and then I'm disappointed. Well, here's a good time to, uh, here's a good time to bring this up. Um, Okay, this will be the last thing we talk about, and then we're out of here. I feel bad for you, because seasons one through three have so many good episodes. So many good episodes. Season four even has some really, really good episodes, like four or five of them, maybe six. But this season so far, 
I think we've counted, we added 20,000 feet, so four to five episodes that I don't, so far, that I like. Out of 12, out of 13, counting next episode, to spoil how I feel about next episode. It's okay, man. I'm conditioned for this. You, you really picked the right guy for the job, because I'm the guy that, like, pays to rent cats to watch it, like, voluntarily. You go down the pet and, smart and you rent cats? That's fucking weird. The fucking movie Cats, the uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber musical that came out in November. Release the butthole cut. The butthole cut. And then I also, I saw Black Christmas 2019, and I don't think anything could possibly be any worse after that. That's like my new litmus test for how worse something a movie can be. Yeah, I just feel bad because you missed all the good episodes. So the point of us having Redux episodes is we get to watch some of the good ones and talk about him again so frank mentioned who's not here he's a fucking dildo so let's talk about some of the redux episodes down the line and i agree with him but i also i want to finish season five so we're fucking done yeah because we have season two of the 2019 show coming out here in um what i say june 25th so a little over a month from today we'll have those coming out so what bullshit streaming service do I have to subscribe to to watch that? Well, yeah, Adam, thank you for bringing it up. Go ahead and subscribe to CBS All Access, the oh. show that brings you, the, 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 the streaming service that brings you such quality programs as Star Trek Discovery, Star Picard. Trek Picard, and oh. The Twilight Zone 2019 from Jordan Peele, who doesn't understand The Twilight Zone, even though he's smart enough and he's good enough of a filmmaker to understand the Twilight Zone. So good fucking Lord, who knows why he doesn't understand how to make a Twilight Zone episode. But- but, but Phoenix, it's all about the message. You have to understand, it's not about the story. It's not about provoking your mind. It's about the message that we're trying to deliver to the people. It's about provoking your Twitter feed. That's yeah, why I that's call it the Twitter zone. <laughs> that's, a good, that's good. I've called it that since like episode three or four. Whenever the fuck I realized, oh, this is what's going on. Oh, God. I'll have to do all kinds of backtracking and watch the first season, right? I, no, they're not They're not really in order, so I don't need them. They're not in order, but here's the thing. If you want to catch up, I have a few I have to do for Redux because it was just oh, okay. me on like four episodes or five episodes. So if you want to do an episode, let me know. I'll let Okey-dokey. you know because I want to rewatch them anyway just to catch up for season two. I've only watched them once because they are – there's a few episodes. The first two are solid. And then after that, it gets a little sketchy. There's a few good ones after that, but there are a few that I fucking despise. It can't be any worse than, you know, Black Christmas or uh, any of those episodes of Tales from the Crypt that we sat through. <laughs> we'll see. Adam? I've seen a lot of bad shit. Adam, getting at. it's worse. Uh, because you realize, oh, this episode could go another way. Oh, it's, it's Twitter. You're a man, and you f- should feel bad for being that. And if you're, you're a white man, fuck you. You're, the police are bad. They will shoot the black people. And then the whole twist is the black people record the police, and the cops go, okay, we'll go away. Bye-bye. And you're like, that was just Twitter. If you are a heterosexual white male, you are the problem, and you should probably kill yourself. Or That's just suck a dick message. so that way you're out of that box. I mean, at this point, it's easier. You just easily suck a dick. Or suck a dick and get out of that box. Yeah. Get out. Anyway, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Adam Wilcox. So long, citizens. Bye. So long, Edwin. <laughs>